Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I mentioned that we talked to Andy Greeter, and we will do that right now. The headline at Manchester United assistant Eric Ramsey in line to be Minnesota United's next head coach. Uh, that's the headline, and Andy Greeter, who wrote that headline, he is, uh, he is here to uh, talk about that story. First off, Andy, we haven't talked in a while, man. How you been? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing awesome. I'm doing awesome. Um, Eric Ramsey, give me some. Uh, give me some insight. Give me, who, who is this guy? Who, who? What makes him the guy for Minnesota United Soccer? Yeah. So you know, Minnesota United fired Adrian Heath with two games left in the 2023 season, way back in October. So they've been uh, the fans have been waiting over four months. Uh, for this hire, and it's uh, it's been a long time coming. The new uh, Loon's chief soccer officer, Khalid El Ahmad, has put together a uh, a pretty extensive and tough search process and put the candidates through the ringer, really, uh, to see who would be the one that could kind of come out on the other side and, and be the guy that he wants. You know, he wants to play a high-pressing attacking style, uh, and uh, he had a list of, kind of, I think, four or five finalists over the last two weeks and they were both, you know, international candidates and domestic candidates. And, and Eric Ramsey is 32 years old. He's been an assistant coach at Manchester United, which is one of the biggest clubs in the world that play in the English premier league. Uh, he's been an assistant there for a number of years, has a number, another, uh, a number of other previous stops uh, along the way and would be the youngest head coach in, in MLS history. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's interesting because just getting to know Khalid El Ahmad uh, a little bit over the last couple of weeks, you know, he's looking for somebody that's, that's young and energetic, uh, somebody that's, that's positive and, and thoughtful and kind of studious about the game. And all of those things check out when I did research on, on Ramsey here today. All right, so you said, you know, four months in the making. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I, I know a lot yeah. of fans probably for the last few months been thinking, like, what's going on here? Yeah, for sure. I mean, well, the biggest complicating thing is they hired, you know, Khalid El Ahmad uh, a month after they fired uh, Adrian Heath. And Adrian Heath was both the 
kind of GM and the head coach, and they kind of divided those powers. So that's kind of a month right away right there where you kind of want to hire the boss and then hire the, the number two after that fact. So some of that is just kind of natural. I think the real delays kind of came in you know, kind of over the last, you know, two months or so after Khalid El Ahmad got out of his contract with Barnsley and was able to start working uh, for Minnesota. So people were waiting, well, what's, what's taking so long? Why don't we have a candidate? And obviously time was of the essence because the Loons entered preseason camp in January. And if you're a new head coach, you want to have as much runway as possible to get the team ready. So now Ramsey doesn't have that. And interim head coach Cameron Knowles is, is going to lead the team here on Saturday in the season opener. And obviously that's not ideal. You know, you want to have a head coach that, like I said, has all the time possible to get his team ready. And they're going to be doing this on the fly here in 2024. All right, so let me ask you this about the, you said the uh, aggressive kind of uh, attacking style. With with yeah. that being maybe the philosophy, do they have the talent already within the organization on the field to be able to execute that? Uh, in, in a short answer, no. Um, so that's that's also kind of perplexing about where they're at. Now, it sounds like they're going to be doing kind of a hybrid of that. You know, instead of in basketball, you have a, a full court press. Maybe you pick people up at the at the half court line. Uh, that's kind of the kind of the molding, the kind of hybrid system that they're going to have. You know, two of their best players in Tamu Puki and and Emmanuel Reynoso are, are great attacking players, but they're not known for their defense. And in a in a high pressing attacking style, those are really kind of the head of the snake and kind of leading the the uh, the press. So they they're not well suited for that. They're not known for, to being those types of players. So in the first year, as they kind of make this transition, they're going to have to be doing kind of a hybrid of what Khalid El wants to do eventually. Yeah, we're talking to Andy Greeter from the Pioneer Press here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830-WCCO. We're talking about uh, the fact that Minnesota United, it sounds like, have settled in on their new uh, head coach, and that's Eric Ramsey, a former assistant with the uh, Manchester United. All right, let's um, – Let's get into maybe this. I guess my question would be about the uh, the training right now, because before you know it, we're going to have a season upon us. How, from from what you've researched or maybe what you've heard about, um, how is training going for uh, for this current uh, uh, Minnesota United squad? It's been it's been difficult. You know, they they uh, won only one of their four games in preseason, uh, and that was against a team from the lower level league, the USL Championship. Uh, they had two uh, you know preseason games friendlies against MLS teams over the last week uh, in Coachella in California, and they didn't score a goal. And Emmanuel Reynoso has been working his way back from a knee injury. Temu Puki has been coming back from paternity leave in Finland. Bongi Halangwane, you know, their you know, star young uh, winger, he's been in South Africa working on a U.S. green card. So like the front office, like the head coach, this team is very much a work in progress as well. They didn't make a lot of changes uh, to the roster, Sounds like Khalid El Ahmad, the new chief soccer officer, wants to go big in the summer and make some splash uh, acquisitions when they kind of have that kind of transfer window in the summer. Uh, so right now it's it's very much a lot of the same pieces as last year, and that those pieces did not make the playoffs. Now, are they going to be able to, to play better? Are they going to be able to tweak things and, and get better results and, and push for the playoffs before Ramsey, if they're able to get that, that deal over the line and bring him in as the next head coach? Uh, and kind of implement what he wants to do and, and kind of figure out what the best style is uh, for them going forward, very much is very middling of, of where they're at kind of expectation-wise in the Western Conference. 
All right, let's transition to uh, Big Ten Gopher basketball. Uh, the Gopher men with a nice victory over Rutgers, but right now they're at 500 in the Big Ten at 7-7. Seven and seven. They have a record of 16-9, and nine. and I think on the surface, I think that that Gopher fans are like, okay, all they got to do is get to 20 wins, and they're good to go to the NCAA tournament. And I say slow down, not so fast, my friends. That's not going to happen. I don't think that there's any way, any way, that the Gophers make the NCAA tournament short of winning the Big Ten tournament to get the automatic bid. What say you about the Minnesota Golden Gophers and their chances? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, no doubt. I, I completely agree with you. They're very much on the outside looking in. You know, they have had them. And what's, what, I think we need to have a broader perspective here. You know, like we've been talking about, you know, what's the future of Ben Johnson? We're not talking about that anymore. We're talking about could they possibly somehow, some way, make March Madness? So I yep. think that kind of goes to the broader point of, hey, this team is very much improved. This team is putting together wins, and, you know, they're relevant. And that's what Mark Coyle, the AD, wants more than anything in this third year is, is relevance. And we're talking about them in the outside of the conversation looking in uh, for the NCAA tournament. So I think overall it's been very much an improved year overall. But when you talk about making March Madness, I just don't see enough quality wins possible the rest of the way, right? They have one ranked team left on the schedule, Illinois, and that's on the road. That's going to be a very difficult game. You know, Northwestern's in there too. Nebraska's been better. Uh, but there's just not enough quality wins uh, to be able to improve their, you know, net ranking uh, because it hasn't really budged a whole lot, uh, you know, over the last couple of weeks, even if they were winning three games in a row like they were in late January, early February. And part of that, probably the biggest reason why they're on the outside looking in is, is the week non-conference schedule that they have. Right? Yep. They don't have those those go-to wins early on in the year. And Ben really had to do it that way because he didn't know what he had, right? And he was trying to, you know, put together a, a non-conference schedule that got his team ready to make the improvement that they're having right now. And he also needed to stack those wins to try to keep his job, to be frank. So he kind of had to do it that way. I think, you know, going forward, he wants to be in the, you know, the big quote-unquote multi-team events, the, you know, the Maui Invitational and some of those other big ones. Obviously, those goes to more blue blood type programs, but put yourself in more quality non-conference uh, games next year, and then you have this type of regular season in the Big Ten. Well, then maybe you have a much stronger resume because you have those those non-conference wins to really back up what you're doing in conference play. We're we're totally on the same page. Like 
and this is not, and I'm friends with Ben Johnson, and I, I love Ben to death, but you just you don't have the resume to get into the NCAA tournament. The non-conference is so weak. And, and, and with all due respect, this is the reason why they're not going to go, is because you can't get swept by Iowa in one of those games you blew a 20-point lead. You lost, and, and you blew a 20-point lead against a terrible Missouri team. Um, so, yeah. so, like, those are the daggers. Ohio State just beat Purdue. If they could have held on against Purdue, and we're not talking about those other bad losses, and then you're able to pull off a, uh, maybe an upset of Illinois, then maybe we're talking about a totally different situation. But with all of that being factored in, I just don't see it. I just don't think it's possible. So I'm not going to go there with Gopher fans. I'm going to go ahead and put it out there that there's no chance. And if Ben surprised me and they win the Big Ten tournament here at home at Target Center, then more power to them. But uh, I, I think that that's just how it's going to have to play out. Yeah, for sure. I just looked up their net ranking there. You know, 77th in the country. I think they've moved up about five spots. The number one thing on that uh, line when you look at are you a a tournament team or not or what they call quad one wins, right? And the Gophers are one in five in those those quad one wins. Obviously, the the, uh, Michigan State game uh, was a great win uh, for this program. But, yeah, I mean, obviously that Iowa game, you know, really sticks with, with people just because you had that big lead on the road and, it's a rival team, and Iowa isn't that great this year. Uh, and that one obviously really stings. You know, you look at San Francisco on top of the Missouri game, uh, those two losses in non-conference play uh, obviously hurt them. So I think when you look at it, I think, you know, just again to reiterate, uh, big picture-wise, you know, they've got their 7-7 seven and seven in Big Ten play. Uh, I think they had, you know, maybe four or five wins combined in Ben Johnson's first two, year, two years in league plays. So uh, it's definitely an upgrade over what they've done in the first two years. And, if you look at it on paper, a lot of these players uh, have the potential to come back next year. You add a couple of more pieces, you get a little bit more experience. You don't, you're not going to Mackey Arena and trying to knock off Purdue for the first time. You've kind of gone through the gauntlet of what Big Ten play is. You know it. And then next year you can maybe make that jump and, and get back in the tournament. I'm totally with you. I, I'm totally with you. And, and look, as much as I look and I, and I stated that they're not going to the tournament, I do want to note the improvement. Like, you can clearly yeah. see anybody that's observant of Gopher basketball can clearly see that the Gophers have gotten better. Ben has developed some of the guys in the program. They're playing much better and more competitive basketball this year as opposed to the last two. And to be quite frank with you, if they don't blow some of these big leads that they've had this year, they have a much better record in the conference and overall this year. But I do want to say this, um, um, and this is the final thing, and I'll let you have the final word. The thing that's really impressed me this year is the fact that at the beginning of the year, I didn't think that the, the guard play was very good at all. The guard play has gotten better as the season's gone on. And Pharrell Payne, I said it last year, I'll reiterate it again, he is an NBA prospect. He is an NBA-type talent, not just because he battles and he and he's he's a warrior there. Man, look at his NBA body. This kid's getting better as we speak. Yeah, no doubt. You saw it last night. He had a career-high 21 points and 11 rebounds against a quality big man in Cliff Omoyuri from Rutgers who leads the, the conference in, in block shots. And I think you see a confidence in him that you didn't see last year. And Brayden Carrington talked about it. We talked to them on Friday. He talked about how – he felt like the freshman last year, this is Braden speaking, that they were kind of running around with their heads cut off, right? They just didn't really know what to do. They were kind of thrown to the wolves. And now you see that experience and Pharrell 
and and Braden as well, and, and maybe not so much with Josh because he's not playing very much right now. But but to Pharrell's point, I mean, you see a confidence, you see an assertiveness. Uh, you know, he kind of talked about, uh, you know, and this is kind of cliched a little bit, but you know, when you have a shot blocker, you want to attack him, right? And you saw that in Pharrell, right? He was not scared. He was not to be deterred about Cliff Omoyuri. You know, in, in the game before that, he was playing against Zach Eady, and he wasn't shy in that game. I think you see a, a confidence that, hey, he can go out there and do it, and he knows it now, and start, you're starting to see the results of that. Yep. Hey, Andy, always a pleasure to have you on the show, my man. Nice to uh, catch up. Yeah, take care, Henry. All right, Andy Greeter, Pioneer Press, joining us here on The Late Show. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.